All right, well, tonight it is our Emerge Night, and we, are, we have three fantastic preachers who are going to each come and share something around the topic of Pentecost Sunday, around the, the, the Pentecost Sunday is where the Holy Spirit fell on the church, and He, keep, he still keeps falling on the church. I, I spent, I, uh, this morning I preached about the Holy Spirit. And I would love you, if you weren't here, I would love you to get a hold of, to get on the podcast this week and listen to the podcast. In fact, I would just love you, if you're a Sunday night person, make it part of your week somewhere during the week, even if it's three lots of 10 minutes in a car or somewhere, to, to listen to the morning's podcast so that you're in tune with, because they're different messages morning and night. And so make a point of listening. We get people all over the world who listen to our podcast, who message in, who Instagram them. So tune in. This morning's will really help you understand the Holy Spirit. He's a person. He's not a it. He's not a force. He's not a power. He's a person who you can know, who wants to change your life. And tonight, I want you to open up your heart to have an encounter with Him where He will change you. At the end of the service, we're going to get hungry because we're going to pray for whoever wants more of the Holy Spirit, whoever wants to speak in tongues, whoever wants to a greater level of being filled. And so our very first preacher tonight, her name is Piata Childs. She is the senior high uh, girls uh, women's pastor, senior high girls pastor for for our youth. She has a wonderful spirit, a wonderful heart. All around her, young women flock and, and they just look up to her and they're influenced by her. There's a, there's a real sense. Where are you, Piatum? There you are. There's a, just a real sense of the, 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 the touch of God on her life and the purity of God on her life. So why don't you stand together, make her really welcome, Piatum Childs. Hello, you guys, stop it. That was a really nice introduction, thank you. Um, just quickly, is it right if just for a minute or two or three? If you guys just stand with your feet. Um, I'm super expectant for tonight. God has given me a word for you guys and I know that and I'm super excited and I just, my one prayer is that every single person will just engage in tonight, not just into this preach but into the next two because I know that they have a word from God as well. Um, Mark and Nikki McKenzie... Where are, you, where are you guys at? Oh, hello. Um, I actually had a vision of you and your family and... Yeah. And what it was is I saw this house and it was on this block of land and the grass was kind of brown, it was kind of flaky. But you know in those TV shows how there's like these huge trucks that they move one house from one block of land to another if that's what, that's what the family wants. I saw God doing that for you and your family and what I saw is that truck was moving your house onto a huge block of land and what that block of land looked like was the grass was completely green. There was not one piece of ground grass, brown grass on there and I saw these huge trees. I saw these trees with fruit on it and what I feel like God's coming to tell you is there's just a new sense of unity coming in your family. There's, a new, there's just a new day coming for you and your family for blessing just to unlock over you guys in every single aspect, in your marriage, in your children. I see it coming. God's just going to bless you guys in an incredible way. You guys, as a family, are going to bear incredible fruit to your friends and to your family who don't know God. I see them coming to God. Come on. I can see that. Um, Cheyenne, you beautiful girl. <laughs> I actually had a vision for you as well. And what it was is 
You know when you wear black on black? It's just a mistake because like a cat comes and sits on you, all the dirt in the whole world, all the white stuff just comes on you. I actually saw, I had a picture of you wearing black on black and I saw you kind of trying to wipe away the cat hair and wipe away these little, these little things that were on you and I felt like God, I saw a picture, sorry, of God coming with, you know, those brushes that, that get it off? I don't know what that brush is called. But I saw God just coming and he wiped off every single mark, every single white piece. I don't know whether you've just been trying to get it off you, but I know that God is coming and he's coming to wipe that off you. All those memories, all those bad memories, all those thoughts, those bad thoughts that you have over yourself, I come, I see God coming and just wiping it completely off you and just replacing it with just purity. God loves you so, so much, so much. Um, Doug. I don't, we haven't actually officially met. My name's Piata. It's lovely to meet you. Um, this was like, I don't really know what to call this moment, but it was like a spotlight moment. And what it was, was the first time I saw you was actually this morning when I was in the hub boogieing and you came in and you're like, hey. And anyways, and what I saw was you were standing in a crowd of thousands and thousands of people, but then the spotlight just shone on you and I don't know whether you've been trying to kind of hide in the crowd, you've been kind of just trying to get through and not kind of be seen or be heard, but that's not what God's, God's called you to do. I see there's a new day coming for you because the light of God and the love of God just radiates off you because the second you came in, there was a smile on your face that was contagious and I was taken back and I was like, whoa, he radiates it, he's got it and you just have to get around those people because, because of that love and because of that light that comes off you, so many people are going to come to know God because of that, so you need to use that. You're incredible, and I'm, I'm glad that you're in this house. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You guys can take your seat. Thank you. Um, we're going to charge through this tonight. I'm, whew, man, are you guys pumped? I'm pumped. Um, what I'm going to be preaching on tonight is the voice of God, and I wanted to start out by telling you a bit about when I was first, oh, sorry, you guys can go. Thank you. Um, is when I was first filled with the Holy Spirit, and it takes me back to year 10, when I made the decision to get baptized and before getting baptized, I was like, yeah, me and God are tired. I probably prayed a few days a week and I'd tell him what I need and that was about it. And then I left, I was like, catch ya, see you next time, see you in a few days. Um, but when I made the decision to actually get baptized, it changed my whole world. I experienced, like coming up from that water, I experienced something I'd never experienced before. Just this love and this peace that came on me. I, was, I knew for sure that that was God and I was like, I want that. I need that, and it was, it was an incredible decision, and that takes me to, so that was my first Holy Spirit encounter, which then takes me to my second one, which was actually year 11, my first youth camp, it was oh, incredible, yeah, the youth, um, when Pastor Joel Ramsey, an incredible man of God, he called people down the front who wanted to speak in tongues, and I was hungry, I just wanted to be closer to God, I wanted to be, yeah, filled with the Holy Spirit, and so I made that decision to go down the front, and as he was praying, over us within a few minutes I just felt myself start speaking in tongues under my breath and you know those moments when you're going up a range or in an airplane and your ears get blocked and you have to like do your weird jaw thing to try and pop it or like blow your nose and it's painful I literally had that moment the second I started speaking in tongues it was like my ears had opened and God's Holy Spirit just started flooding me and I started thinking things like I'm accepted I'm beautiful, I'm loved. And as a young teenage girl, like sadly these days, we don't think that kind of thing. We don't think those things about ourselves, which is upsetting. But I knew that that was God because it was actually 
something I'd never thought before. And from that day of being filled with the Holy Spirit, he's used me in incredible ways, like giving words to people. He's used me to <clears throat> I see healings. It's been incredible. I was driving one of my girls home one day and this voice kind of just popped into my head, ask her about her knees. And if you get a thought that's whacked like that, then it's probably God because I would have never thought to ask someone about their knees because it's just weird. And so I was like, all right, I'll ask her about her knees. And so I did and she was like, oh, that's weird because um, I love skating and every time I skate, my knees actually lock up and I drop to the floor in excruciating pain. And I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. And God was like, pray for her. And I was like, dang it. And I was like, all right, I'll be obedient. I'll do it. And so we prayed together. And to this day, she's never had pain in her knees. Like she's, she, yeah, incredible. Glory to God. It was because I was obedient because I heard the voice of God that he used me. It's not whether about whether you can do it or not. It's just God wants an obedient heart and he'll equip you to do his works. Um, the, I want to talk about two kind of like little points and Number one is hearing God's voice. And I know every single person here, starting out in your journey, wherever you are, there's always a question, how do I know it's God? And just some practical things that have helped me to know whether it's God's voice or whether it isn't, is one, if it's positive, if it uplifts someone, and if it's loving, then that's the voice of God because that's who God is. He's loving and he uplifts people. And the second thing that helps me is, okay, if that's what God's voice is, then what isn't God's voice? And God isn't a God of pain. He doesn't cause heartbreak. He doesn't cause hurt. So if I'm getting thoughts that if if I speak out are going to cause someone hurt or are going to cause myself hurt, then you know that's not God because that's not what he intends for us. He loves you and he wants you to speak incredible things over yourself. Like looking back to when um, I started speaking in tongues, I knew it was God's voice because he was telling me I'm beautiful. He was telling me I'm accepted. He was telling me that I'm loved. And I was like, God, that's how I know it's you because it's positive and because it's good. And I love that so, so, so much. Um, And what, yeah, like I said before, one thing that helps me determine if it's God's voice is, if it's something you would never do or something you would never think, it's probably God. See, I I would have never have thought to, like, ask her about her knees or pray for her. I would have never have thought that or, like, personally wanted to do that. That was God's voice telling me to do it. And so I did it and I was obedient and I stepped out. And because of that, I was able to bless someone else, which just, it fills your heart when you do that. Hey, um, and my second point is being guided by God. And if you want to turn with me to Isaiah 30, 21, it says, your own ears will hear him right behind you. Right behind you, a voice will say, this is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. And the one word that I absolutely love in that scripture is the word will. It doesn't say, oh, God may hear you. He may respond to you. In his word and in his truth, it says your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, this is the way that you should go. And God is a God who sticks to his word. If he gives you a promise, if he gives you a word, he will stick to it. And I love that because when I was younger, I had a dream to influence younger girls. And I prayed for that. And God gave me a promise that I held on to for that. He told me that one day I would, and I don't know if Josh would remember this, but he prophesied that over me when I started coming to youth that I would influence you. Like, I've I've never forgotten about that. That's why he prophesied over me. And because I held to that and I I prayed over that, I'm now like the senior high female pastor. And it's because God gave me that word and I kept going for it and I kept praying for it that he guided me into this position and he's just used me in ways that I could have never imagined. It's because he equipped me and because I was obedient, which is insane and... 
I don't know what situation you were in, but if you just constantly get yourself filled with God's spirit, if you, like there's going to be an opportunity at the end where you can receive speaking in tongues and that just unlocks something new. Hey, because I, sp- I started, I'd made that decision to start speaking in tongues, my ears just popped open and I heard God's voice. And from that day forward, he's just been able to guide me in whatever direction he's wanted me to go. And it may not be the direction that you feel comfortable with going, but he wants to take you out of your comfort zone so he can use you in incredible ways so you can go into your calling, so that you can go into your purpose. So I encourage you, press into God. Don't just make it like a Wednesday thing. Okay, I'll pray in tongues today. Like, no, every single day. I make it a priority that every day I'm going to speak in tongues because I constantly want to be drawing towards God. I'm constantly... I'm constantly just wanting to grow because that's that's what God wants to see us do. He wants to see us grow. He wants to see us flourish because he is a good and he's a loving God. And just to finish off with, it's sad, but these days your thoughts and what the world tells you is that you can only be here. But you know what God tells you? That you don't stop here, that you'll keep going up. He doesn't say, okay, well, you'll stop just here. Like, no, you'll keep going But in order for you to do that, you just need to be hearts opened, hearts open for God to use you in whatever way he wants to use you. Just being obedient, hearing his voice and drawing towards him. And I promise you, it'll take you into a new day. It's going to be incredible. But I hope you guys feel encouraged. That's what was on my heart for you guys. So... Wonderful. Wonderful. I love it. Thank you so much, Priyada. Your ears being popped. Isn't that a great, that's a great picture. I love the ministry of the prophetic to people. And uh, maybe you're here tonight and you're like, oh, I didn't know God could speak to me. He absolutely can and he wants to. You just got to lean in. And tonight we talk about this experience of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Another word for baptized is being completely overwhelmed. And it's an experience that he wants every Christian to have. And so at the end of the service, if you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you've never had that encounter where you get filled with him. And then out of that comes an overflowing. You, you, you get this language, a spiritual language of speaking in tongues. That's for you later on. And it will get you in tune with the Holy Spirit. Your ears will, they might not literally pop, but it will open up your ears, your spiritual ears to hear the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Come on, put your hands together for Piata. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. All right, our next, our next preacher is a wonderful young man. His name is Nicholas Hickman. He's been, uh, he's been here in our church, I would say, almost a decade. Would that be right, Nick? Over 10 years. 13 years, amazing. He, he and his uh, brothers uh, met Jesus through the youth ministry in, of this church. And Nick is a great young man. He's got a wicked sense of humor. Uh, he, he, is, he has a, a great servant heart. He, he just he serves with a passion. He's always up here. He's always re- rehearsing. You, you may find him sometimes with, with his fingers bleeding because he's played the, the guitar so much. He pretty much learned how to play the guitar out of being in church and a passion to serve and, and to worship God. Uh, he's taken over the youth band after his girlfriend did such a phenomenal job leading the youth for, band for so many years. And so he's taken that role on, been a connect leader and a key leader in youth for many years. So Nick, we love you. Come on, why don't you stand to your feet, put your hands together for Nicholas Hickman. Thank you, That's awesome. <laughs> How you guys going? Um, so, just you can take your seat, sit down. Um, 
real quick, lifelong goal, right? 13 years, Swart is here every single week. I never get to drink it. You can take a photo if you want. Not vodka. Uh, I just really want to quickly, I want to shout out our worship pastor, Lisa Moore. She is an absolute weapon. Um, I've served under a lot of people, and Lisa is by far the most empowering leader I've ever served under. She's got such a balance of grace and of authority. Like, if, when I'm doing something dumb, which is all the time, she's like, she tells me I'm doing something dumb, but she does it in a way that I feel real good after, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Um, so, yeah, Lisa is actually the best. But, yeah, go, Lisa. So yeah, I've been coming to this church for about 13 years, and around 10 years ago, I was helping the Clancy's film OKTV Season 1, right? And one of the first things we did, right, and I love Pastor Kathy because she's just like, boom, 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 is she got all the kids that were helping out that hadn't been filled with the Holy Spirit, and she's like, we're going to fill you with the Holy Spirit. And I was there, and I was kind of, I didn't sign up for this. (laughs) Um, And we're just in the MPZ over there, and I remember I was standing there, and it was super awkward for me because there's just people praying for me, and they're praying in tongues, and I'm like, ah, yeah, cool. And um, Pastor Kathy was like, just start saying something. So I just started, I was like, da, 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 da. And I felt like it was as simple as that, but I felt something begin to rise up, right? And then almost, the thing is, right, straight away, I got this thought, and I can almost guarantee you that when you come down the front and you get prayer to be filled with the Holy Spirit and you start praying in tongues, you're going to get this thought, which is that it's not God, it's all you right? And that is an absolute lie from the enemy because he knows that praying in tongues is powerful and he knows that how good it is for you. So he wants to cut it down straight away. So don't stop, all right? But I got filled with the Holy Spirit praying in tongues. And to me, that's kind of all there was to it. There wasn't much more. And I know that in the Bible, in Acts 1 verse 8, if we can chuck that one up, is that it says, you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you'll be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And I really love that scripture. There's kind of two parts to it. And we're going to focus on the second part first. And it doesn't mean that we have to move to Jerusalem or Samaria, right? Amen. I love living on the Sunshine Coast. Um, What it means is that the power that the Holy Spirit gives us, yes, it is for us to break through and to have freedom and stuff like that, but it's also to share with other people, right? It's also to use to actually bring other people to God, right? That's why he gives it to us. And then the first part, it says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, right? And it doesn't say you might receive power. It doesn't say you can receive power. It says you will receive power, which that's everybody, right? So you come up the front, you get prayed, you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you have the power. And um, what that feels like to me is when I'm on band, right, which is a lot, um, and we're playing like tonight, right? Have it all. We're there and we, hit the, we got to a part in the song and it was just, we just hit it. And I felt tingles on the back of the neck. I felt tingles in my hand. I get stupid excited when like, I just want to punch things, like not in an aggressive, not in an aggressive way. I just want to like go up to walls and just punch them because I'm excited. You know, I just want to, I'm in that mode. And then the other thing that happens to me, right, is sometimes I just cry and I've been, yeah, I know. And I've been dating Sally for probably five years, and she might have seen me cry three times, and all of those are because the Holy Spirit's moving, right? Like, yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> um, some keys, I think, to, to having the anointing and to keep it going, right? The first one is having an ongoing relationship with God, right? Where you're not just coming at Him going, 
hey, I want this, hey, let's do that, all that sort of thing. Because imagine if I went to my mom and I was like, hey, mom, can you cook dinner? Hey, mom, can you vacuum? Hey, mom, can you do my washing? Hey, mom, can you do this? Like, that'd not be good. And God's the exact same, right? He doesn't want us to just keep coming to him and be like, hey, like he wants to do stuff for us, right? My mum wants to do stuff for me. My mum does my washing for me. I hate it. I don't want her to touch my washing, right? I lose socks. I lose shirts. I, like, um, but she does it, right? Because she loves me. It's the same with God. He wants to do things for you because he loves you. Um, we had Pastor Dave Chittick at stadium night like a month ago. And he was saying that he's got one place that he goes when he wants to pray and he wants to break through and, you know, take ground and all that. And he's got another place that he goes when he just wants to chill out and relax with God. And so I've been trying that, right? I go to the beach when I just want to hang out. And so I went to the beach and just walk up and down and listen to worship music. And the other day I went to the beach, I got lost. Um, I, I went over, it got dark. I didn't know where I was anymore. I literally had to get my phone out, get Google Maps up type in my address and be like, oh, all right, I'm like a kilometer away still. Um, but yeah, you got to have that. I, it's really helpful having those two separate places that you go to. And the other key that I really find is obedience, right? And every youth kid in the room is just like, get behind me, Satan. Like, um, but the thing with obedience, um, what was I going to do? Oh, obedience, right? So... <laughs> The Holy Spirit loves obedience, right? There's a specific sound that we play on guitar that creates that atmosphere of breakthrough, and it's the sound that Pastor John's requested, right? And I was thinking about it, and I was like, it probably doesn't actually matter what the sound was, just Pastor John goes, play this, and we play it, and the Holy Spirit honors that and moves on it, right? And um, the other week, I was at Hungry Jack's. I go there way too much. I was going through the drive-thru, and I felt the Holy Spirit say, pay for the person behind you. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I was like, you've seen my budget. If you want me to pay for the person behind me, give me more money. And um, the Holy Spirit, like dead set, I'm in my car. I I turned the worship music off. I was like, no, we're not having this. And um, the Holy Spirit's like, no, no, pay for them. I was like, oh, okay. So I go up to the window. I'm like, hey, can I pay for the person behind me too? And the lady's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I pay. And she goes, oh, I wish I had money for that. I go, yes, same. Um, but the thing is, right, I don't know anything about the person that was in the car behind me. I don't know. Like, I didn't even really see them. They had, like, tinted windows. And um, I have no idea who they were, but I stepped out in faith that God's going to actually, by me buying them Hungry Jacks, that God's actually going to do something in their world and going to speak to them through that, right? Um, and so one of the ways that the Holy Spirit actually moves on us as he gives us boldness to do stuff like that. I don't want to do that because now every time I go to Hungry Jack's and that lady is serving, she sees me and I know that she knows that I'm the guy, I'm the weird dude that paid for the person behind him, right? Um, I wouldn't do that on my own. Um, And the other thing that the Holy Spirit empowers us to do is like when we're serving or when we're doing life, he wants to make us better at that, right? There's no way that I can change an atmosphere in a room, right? On my own, playing guitar, yeah. Um, I'm okay. But when I play and I've got the Holy Spirit on me, I feel the atmosphere shift. I feel things break off people because of the anointing that I've got, right? And um, something I was thinking about the other day is that there's only one Holy Spirit. And you're always thinking, oh, glad they got this guy to preach. Hey, one Holy Spirit, that's clever. But, um, <laughs> but it hit me that the same Holy Spirit that's on Pastor John when he prays and when he ministers, it's the same Holy Spirit that's on Pastor Phil when he does that. It's the same Holy Spirit that rose or raised, I don't know, Jesus from the dead, right? It's the same Holy Spirit that's on me 
when I play guitar, it's the same Holy Spirit that wants to be on you and in you and working in your world, right? Like the same Holy Spirit that was with Jesus that turned water into wine that let him walk on water wants to do things in your world. And I think that's really awesome. Um, I'm going to pray for us. Dear Jesus, I thank you that you love us and I thank you that this week as we seek you and as we are obedient that you're going to move in our worlds. In your name, amen. Amen. Good job. I told you he was funny, but not just funny, anointed. Isn't that cool? Nick, I love it. I love your passion. I love the revelation that's flowing there and helping us get hungry for the power of God on our lives. Come on, put your hands together for Nick Hickman. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. Are you getting hungry? Are you? Because church is not just for hungry jacks. Maybe that's his way of stopping you go to Hungry Jack's because then you're afraid that you'll have to pay for the person behind you or something. I'm not sure. I love it. I love it. So, no, I'm so hungry for the Holy Spirit, hungry for God. So, because church is not just about coming to listen and to be entertained, it's actually about stirring something inside of us so we reach in for something. And so, at the end of this service, I'm just going to keep telling you get ready for God to either baptize you in the Holy Spirit if you haven't been before, or fill you afresh so that you have an overflow of boldness and power of God flowing in your life. All right, our third and final speaker, he is and has been part of the youth band on these nights at different points. He is referred to as Young at Heart, and he is an amazing leader in our church. David Crowder is uh, is our new Vision Builders director. He and his beautiful wife, Marina, have been in our church for many years. They lead a, a wonderful connect group, and they have such... One of the things I love about this, this family, uh, when we came to the 10 days of prayer... Uh, each morning, and they've got two little kids, each morning one or the other would be here. And so it would be Dave either churning up and down the rows praying, or it would be Marina praying. And I love I love people who know how to pray, because I know that they can get through anything in life when you know how to pray. And these guys are heavy hitters in the spirit realm of our church, significant leaders. Uh, they are in the watch this space zone. So why don't you stand to your feet and welcome our very own Mr. David Crowder. Thanks, man. Thank you, Pastor John. Wow, I feel like such an awesome Christian, hey? That's awesome. It's all true. It's all true. But how awesome was Piata? Wow, love what you did there. Nick, I don't know where he is, but I have such respect for you guys. At such a young age to do what you guys were doing up here, boldly, the power of God on you. Man, you guys are going to do awesome things. I, I think not just in this church, but nationwide, hey? You guys are awesome. Let's give them a round of applause. And Sam, I am a good Christian, so I'm just going to resist the devil and he will flee from me. <laughs> but hey, uh, that's an inside joke, okay? He's been paying out on me. It's, it's a different spirit on him tonight. <laughs> anyway, what I was trying to say was this. Having leaders like this on a night like this doesn't come without awesome leaders over here. So I just want to honor these two. They have changed so much in our life. They have taught us so much. Man, stepping out boldly and learning to pray from Pastor John. I just want to honor you guys. You guys are awesome. And these guys are just incredible leaders. So make sure you pray for them daily. They need that. All righty. So let me get into this. So Pastor John asked me, you may be seated. You can sit down. Or if you want to stay standing, that's cool too. I'm going to be quick. Could you reset that time real quick to eight minutes? 
No, it's all good. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to speak on the, um, the power of speaking in tongues. And if I was going to write a book or do bring out a course on how to do this, I'd call it How to Unlock the Supernatural by Speaking God's Mysteries in the Natural. Hey, 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 hey. Now, I want to take you back to a time when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, and it was in this house right here. It was about six years ago. Marina and I, we just joined this church after being in another church that didn't really focus so much on the Holy Spirit. So it was brand new to us to, to activate these powers. So to let me take you back there, I was standing right here as well, and pastors were praying for us. And as Nick said, it's like at first you think, oh, what is, what's going on here? Is this just me talking, or is this actually the Holy Spirit? And as he said, yes, it is the Holy Spirit. He's eager to move in your life. And, um, and it's going to happen for you guys here tonight as well. If you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, Pastor John has mentioned it again and again. It will happen tonight. So be bold and step out. And that's not really what I was going to talk about. But um, when that happened, let me take you back to that moment. When that happened, the Spirit of the Lord did come upon me. It was the Holy Spirit. And it was a whole new experience praying in tongues. It was a whole new experience of actually connecting with the Father. It was a whole new way of how I looked at my faith, of what God called us to do as husband and wife, but also for myself, the purpose that I have. And, um, and even though... Here's the point I want you guys to get. Even though that moment right here is going to be significant for you guys tonight, and it was super significant for me, it's what Piata mentioned as well. It's the daily speaking in tongues that builds your spirit. It's the daily speaking in tongues. And Paul talks about it, the daily renewing of the mind. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Alrighty, so around that time, one of the scriptures that really came alive to me, and um, this is powerful stuff when you get this, is um, Isaiah 61 verse 1, and it says this, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners. Now, this is Isaiah prophesying of Jesus, who was yet to come, all righty? So when Jesus actually came, he didn't start his ministry until the Holy Spirit descended on him. In Luke, it says this, um, the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. So it was the Holy Spirit that gave Jesus the power to do all these incredible miracles, to, to heal the, the sick to give people without sight recovery of sight so the blind are healed, to give people who couldn't walk a, a way to walk again. It was the power of the Holy Spirit that was working through him. So I really want to get, uh, want you to get this. And it seems like I'm just repeating what these awesome preachers have said to me and uh, said to you guys before. And, it's, um, and this last point here is that um, the Spirit that was on Jesus, when he ascended into heaven, he said this, I'm going to leave but I'm going to leave you a, um, a helper. It says that in John, the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. So this is the powerful thing. And this is, it gets me excited. And it's why, why I pray in tongues day in, day out is because when I pray in tongues, I activate the same power that was on Jesus. The same power to give people recovery of sight. The same power to make things shift in the supernatural, even though we're operating here in the natural so um, it is pretty cool. So, but the, the thing is, when I, when I first came here, it was like, well, how do I unlock this? Would you like to know how I unlock this power? 
Alrighty, let me wrap this up. So, in practical implementation, if I, as I said, if I was to um, do this as a book, these would be the three points that I cover in my book of how to unlock the supernatural. Here we go, point number one. Speaking in tongues builds my spirit, my spirit man inside of me, all right? So, to give you a picture, when I go to the gym, many times I don't feel like working out. Or when I get up, it's like, oh, I've got to go to the gym again. But then... You go to the gym, you warm up, and all of a sudden, your muscles start to get the pump on. Those gym goers, you know what I mean? So, and me being a male, as soon as I catch a glimpse of these bad boys in the mirror, it's like, hello, let's do this. Dave, you can do anything. And that's really, that's exactly what happens when I pray in tongues in the morning. It's like, man, I feel tired, God. But it's like, I keep going, I keep pushing in, and I pray in tongues because, man, I, it, it's usually, sometimes it takes longer, but always the Spirit just shows up, and all of a sudden, boom. It's just the presence of God in the room. And um, just a little plug, if you want to experience that, come this Thursday morning, um, come hit me up afterwards. I'll lead a prayer meeting, and, man, the Spirit is alive in that room. It's called the Upper Room, and it roars. It's awesome. So just a little plug on the side here. But to give you an idea what happens, so when I build my spirit, man, this is what happens inside my mind when I'm, when I'm with God. I look up and I see, and I see these doors opening, and it's actually the throne room of God. And that's where you want to get into when, you, when you're praying in your quiet time. So I speak in tongues. It builds my inner man. Then the throne room's open. The, the doors are swung open. But all of a sudden, guilt comes inside of me condemnation. I'm like, no, I can't go in there. That's, that's the holy of holies. How am I a little sinner? How am I supposed to stand up in front of God boldly and make my requests known? That's when the Holy Spirit comes in. Because you know what? He's also our helper. And um, in a way, he's kind of our wingman because here I am resisting to go inside of the throne room of the Holy Spirit saying, David, you can and you will. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for this. And it's like the Holy Spirit takes me by the hand and he's like, come on, we're going to do this together. We're going to get in front of God because it's when, when we do this, this last point that I want to cover as I wrap up, this is the true power. So get this, speaking in tongues enables me to speak God's mysteries over my life, all right? So it doesn't matter what's going on in my life. We, we have circumstances that, that, that bring us down all the time. Things go wrong. It's just what happens in this world. We live in a broken world. But when you step into that throne room in the morning, when you're pumped up, when the Holy Spirit's working through you, you get to speak mysteries, God's mysteries over your life. So it's not so much, hey, this isn't working, God, please fix it. It's like, God, you have a plan, and I know your plan, and you start declaring it in tongues. You start speaking life over your circumstances. So you don't focus on your current situations but you focus on what God intends for your life, all righty? So as, I, as, as Pastor John said already, in a moment, you guys will get a chance. If you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, I strongly encourage you, be bold. Come up here. Your prayer life, your life will never be the same. But Pastor John mentioned another thing this morning, and he said sometimes we get dehydrated, and we don't even, need, we don't even realize that, um, that maybe we're running low. So if that's you as well, as I said earlier on, speaking in tongues is something that's got to be exercised daily. It's got to be built up. It's a new language that you, that you develop and you grow stronger in. So if that's you as well, if you need to replenish, if you need to fill up again, I highly encourage you to come up here. All righty? So just to leave you on a final thought, make your complaints and your current circumstances history 
and start declaring God's mysteries. I see what you did there. Come on. So good. Brilliant. Can I get our band to come on up right now? That, that was amazing, David. Thank you so much for the overflow of your life. So I love it. I love it. And each of our preachers have done it tonight, where they're not just preaching a message that they heard somebody else share, but they're preaching out of the overflow of their experience. And, and you would, you know, if you're a, a young man, is that what your Thursday morning prayer meeting is for young guys? If you're a young guy who has a sense of destiny and you want God to do something, something with your life that's significant, then the only way it will happen will be through learning to pray. That's the only way. The, the, the way that God launches us into our destiny is we learn to pray. And young guys, you could do, uh, you, one of the best things you could do would be to go along to Dave's prayer meeting uh, Thursday morning. Marina, you run one all, every alternative week, don't you? The same week, but it's on which day? Tuesday. So stand up, Marina. So girls, same thing. Marina has a great spirit of prayer on her. Go along. You'll love it. Can I get us to close our eyes right now? We love you so much, Spirit of God. We love the breath of heaven in this room. We can sense you here. And I know you're speaking to people all throughout this night from the very first song the very first moment of worship, you began to speak to people. And if you're here tonight and you don't have a relationship with God, you're created for a relationship with God. It's the, it's the first step in the beginning of the rest of your life. Maybe what I spoke about earlier resonated for you in terms of thoughts swirling around your mind that, that are dark and trying to pull you down or, or that sense of trying to move forward into your future, but you're, you just feel held back. And tonight is the night to take a step towards God, to surrender your life to Him. And in a moment, I'm going to ask you, if you're saying, John, tonight, I don't have a relationship with God, but I want one. I'm surrendering my heart. I'm surrendering my life. I'm receiving God into my life. In a moment, if that's you, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. While every eye is closed, heads are bowed, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. Then I'll lead you in a prayer, which we'll all pray, and you'll be in your seat to do this. Maybe there's been a moment where you once committed your life to God, and you made a decision to follow Him, but you've slipped away from Him, and Jesus is no longer the center of your life. He's no longer number one. Tonight's your night to get back right with God. Maybe you're just not sure if you are a Christian, if you're right with God, if you're going to spend eternity with Him in heaven, and you want to be sure. I'd love to lead you and include you in this prayer right now. So, so what I'm going to ask, if you're saying, this is me, John, I need God. I, something's missing in my life. I need that relationship you're talking about, or I need to come back to Christ. Right now, would you raise your hand up and say, that's me tonight? I need that relationship you're talking about. I want to connect with God. Would you just raise your hand up if that's you? You say, that's me. I, I feel like I'm away. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's so good. You can put your hand down. Who else is here tonight? And that's you as well. You're like, that's me. It's like there's this darkness over my life. I can't seem to get free from it. Tonight's your night. Tonight's your night to connect with God. You may be, you might be, have drifted away from him and you know you need to get back right with him. I'm going to wait because I want to include you in this prayer as well right now. If you're saying, that's me tonight, would you pray with me? I need God in my heart. I'm surrendering my life. Is there someone here and that's you as well? Just raise your hand. 
put it up high and say, that's me too. I need to get right with God, wherever you are. All right, we're good. Keep your eyes closed, church, and we're going to pray this prayer together. That, that person who raised your hand, I want you to pray this after me. You're praying this to God, and we're all going to pray it with you. Say these words after me. Dear God in heaven, I thank you that you love me so much, that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for me and for my sin. I'm sorry for doing things my way. I'm turning to you. Cleanse me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and the power of God. I thank you tonight that I am forgiven, that I am born again, and I'm going to heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a clap. Thank you so much. Great move. After the service, one of our team are going to come and say hi, and they want to give you a gift and help you walk with Jesus. So that's, that's amazing. Can we stand together on our feet, church? We are... We're going to have a, a moment where we open up the altar and uh, hungry people only may apply. Thirsty people only. only. Only people who really want God. Not just, not, if you're here just sort of going through the motions, this is not the moment for you. But if you're hungry for God, and you, firstly, if you'd like to be baptized, overwhelmed with the Holy Spirit so that you get the gift of tongues, then I would, wouldn't you give me a wave right now? Say, that's me. I, I want to do that. I want to get that. Awesome. Who else? Come on, give me a wave if that's you tonight. Say, I, I want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. I want the gift of tongues. Awesome. Fantastic. So in a moment, I'm going to ask you to come out. But maybe you just, you know, the tide's out in your spiritual life. And you can tell the tides out if, if you don't really just have this passion for the Word of God. If you don't, if there's not something that, that just uh, that a sense of joy and excitement to be in the presence of God. If worship's a little bit ho-hum, if, if it's got a little bit boring, then that's an indication that the spiritual tide of your life has gone out and it's time to get filled again. Or maybe you're just thirsty for everything that God's got for you. So we're going to open up the altar. And I want us just to begin to come out the front right now. If you're hungry for that, if you're saying, I want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, I want to be filled up with the Holy Spirit, I, I, you're just hungry for God, just come on, make a, make a move towards the front right now and start to come and say, that's me. I want more of God. I want more of God. I, I want us to have this hunger in the house. Just keep coming out. Keep coming out. You might be like, I'm, I'm almost full, but I'm not quite full. I just want more of God. I tell you, the power of the Holy Spirit is in here. He's going to touch people who are hungry right now. He's going to touch people who are thirsty right now. Come stand on this altar. Lift your hands to God here tonight as we begin to cry out for the Spirit to move, move afresh. I'm going to ask uh, our preachers to come and pray for people tonight to be part of this prayer team. Power of the Holy Spirit moving. Roborik pastors, come and pray. Come and pray right now. Church, lift your hands to God. Let's begin to speak in tongues. Let's begin to press in for this power of God to flow. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit. Just begin to pray for people right now for the touch of heaven. For the power of His Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. 
Awesome. Right across this place, just for two minutes, this is what I'd love us to do. I'd love us all to lift our hands wherever we are right now. Lift your hands to heaven. Every person in this room, let those hands be a, a conduit for God, just a conduit for God, where we're crying out, we're hungry. Your hands are like, God, would you come and touch me? And if you speak in tongues, I want you to, I want you to speak in tongues. This is the activation of the, the power of God in our life. This is the connection into the spirit realm for our life. If you don't speak in tongues, just ask God to come and fill you. Just ask Him to come and fill you right now. Just for two minutes, all together. Singers, can you just uh, speak in tongues into the microphone with me right now? We're hungry for you, God. We're hungry for you, God. We're hungry for you, God. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. We're hungry for you, God. We're hungry for you. Let there be a stirring. Let there be a stirring of your spirit. Just sing, now sing in the spirit now. Holy Spirit. Pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out. Pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We're going to leave the altar open if you want to respond, you want to come and get prayer. Sam, I'm going to throw it back to you. Thank you so much.